Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ramblers, let's get rambling. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Ramble with Russell, episode 557 of my podcast, the home of intelligent rambling right here on the TalkShoe Network and one of the longest running single hosted pop culture podcasts in Ontario. That is me, your host, Russell, and welcome to my annual Christmas Spectacular. Now I'm going to combine it this year with my Christmas and year-end spectacular holiday gift guide. It's been so crazy. Things have settled down a little bit since I moved in, uh, but there's still a lot we got to get done. I am in the process of working on this room I'm talking to right now, this studio. In the new year, you are not only going to be able to hear me here, but maybe see a bit too. I got some massive plans um, coming up when it comes to the shelving and videos and maybe part of the grand shelving might happen in this room a test run anyway so that's coming up in the new year but for this show man do i have a lot to talk about now of course some of you uh if you follow my twitter and you should and i'll give you my twitter at the end of the show notice that not too long ago i put up a really cool picture of a lot of packages i received from the the fine folks at BBC Home Video. They they have been very generous to me this year. And and um that's what we're going to be talking about today. But in addition to that because I have so much I want to talk about, we're going to work our way towards a big BBC holiday gift guide and that teaser is uh what, what you're going to find out what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to tell you in just a moment. I'm also this year, for the first time, I think, ever in this 12, almost 13-year history of the show, I'm going to put up video, a, an image on Twitter of what I'm talking about. So you not only have me here talk about it, but I'm visually going to put up all the titles from the BBC Holiday Gift Guide. So, well, we're going to start things off, though, with, with something not so much holiday, but, you know, I wanted to get this out, and that is the... Blu-ray review of um, HBO's Sharp Objects, starring, starring Amy Adams. Yes, the woman who <laughs> used to be uh, Lois Lane in the new DCU is in this very gritty uh, HBO miniseries, limited series from the main, from the main, from the creators of, of uh, Big Little Lies, which we reviewed quite a few months ago. Then we're going to go, you know, slightly more into the kind of seasonal thing this time of year with my Blu-ray review of Smallfoot, courtesy of Warner Brothers Home Video. And then we're going to dip in the world of Doctor Who, um, because fine folks, BBC, 
in in addition to the great stuff I'm going to tell you about in the gift guide, also sent me the Peter Davidson complete season one eight disc Blu-ray set, which is covering the first season of the Fifth Doctor on Blu-ray, much like they did with Tom Baker. Here is Peter Davidson's run at his first season. So that's on this on uh, that's going to be part of the show today and. As part of the holiday gift guide, man alive, Ramblers, do I have a lot to talk about. Uh, That won't be the only Doctor Who I'm talking about today, included in the holiday gift guide. In addition to talking about the past two, we're going to talk about the present two, and what they have sent me is pretty cool. And and, uh, what it is, is that I will be able talking about um, uh, the the Doctor Who, the Christopher Eccleston, David Tennant, Matt Smith, and Peter Capaldi collections, which is pretty awesome. And, and all these, all these in the gift guide. I'm doing the gift guide can be found on the uh, BBC gift guide. If you Google it, uh, you'll find it. I know you're saying to yourself, Russ, the Christmas season is past. Well. It's been busy, and, you know, Boxing Day sales. You could maybe get something, and the deals may still be had. So, that is that. So, there's that collection of Doctor Who I should talk about. Also, the complete series runs of Sherlock, Orphan Black, and Merlin, or The Adventures of Merlin, is how they want to talk about it. That I'm going to talk about, as well as um, the the, uh, Planet Earth collection, and the Planet Earth 2 and Planet Blue Planet 2 4K collection as well. And um, yeah, and and I also did receive from the BBC, speaking of 80s sci-fi, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy Special Edition remastered and restored version on Blu-ray as well. So lots of sci-fi, British sci-fi coming your way. Uh, so I, I might, I haven't, I've only kind of delved a little bit into Hitchhiker, so I might put that off till later, but I did get a copy of that. So, so that is all what's on this massive show. And of course it wouldn't be a year end holiday Christmas special unless I threw in some holiday music in the show. So all the musical selections will be various covers of various holiday jingles, including if I can find a copy one of my favorite uh, favorite holiday songs, which I share with the great David Letterman. It's a song that he had on his show every year. I'm going to try to find me a cover of it. Uh, and put, put that in this, week's show, in this episode of the show. So that's coming up. So we're going to take a quick little, little musical break and be right up with the first review of the program. My first TV show on Blu-ray review for this episode is Sharp Objects, courtesy of the great folks at HBO Home Entertainment. Now, this is a very kind of freaky little show. And by the way, I meant to say this at the top of the show. You'll excuse my voice. I'm, I'm just recovering from a cold. A few days ago, Christmas Day, I was down and out, peoples. So, so I'm trying my best to get through this big show. So if it doesn't sound totally me, just keep that in mind. And that kind of fits to this first review of this episode. Sharp Objects is a really kind of freaky show. The show centers around the character of, um, played by Amy Adams, who plays Camille Preaker, who is a kind of small-town, kind of cubby reporter, even called that by her boss, 
who goes back to her small town because there's been there's been a murder happen by a young girl. And because she's from there, she kind of volunteers to go back. And this girl, as we find out in this eight-episode series, very much like pretty uh, our big little lies, uh, is a really messed up girl. She has had a lot of problems in her past. And her mother, uh, played by Patricia Clarkson, Adora, is is no prize fish either. Now, when she gets back to town, she also deals with her sister, Emma, played by Eliza Scanlon. And, and I gotta give Eliza uh, props, here, props here. She's a good little actress, and it is a really creepy role. And as... As 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 Camille, you know, stays more in the town. She she really Wind Gap, this town that she goes back to, is is very much just gives you very much a kind of Twin Peaks feel or a Pleasant Point kind of feel to it, which doesn't surprise me, considering that one of the the main producers of the show, Marty Nixon, actually worked on Pleasant Point, and I reviewed Pleasant Point. Way back in the early ep- history of the show, you had to go back quite a few episodes. Probably could be still in Lipson, and and I like that show. I still have it, and it was again just a one season wonder. But it was a really creepy little town. And Marty Nixon also did some time writing for Buffy and maybe a bit of Angel. So she, her her writing creds, producer creds, are pretty good. And I thought, yeah, I know that name. So it doesn't surprise me she attached herself to this. So, so, so Camille goes back to this town and she drives a really piece of crap car. And, and, and right at the start of this series, I got to give the director's uh, credit. It, it's, it's a show very low in dialogue. There are whole bits of scenery that happen and it's just music and no talking. And, and that kind of, kind of goes out through, through the rest of, of the, um, of of the of the series now the series also is directed uh by jean-marc valley who also directed big little lies so you can tell that it has that same kind of small town kind of creepy kind of atmosphere to it the the love interest i guess if you say uh for camille in this one it doesn't start that way is a detective richard willis played by uh chris messina or messina and and he is, you know, everybody in this town is kind of messed up. And so he has his own kind of issues he's dealing with. But Camille's choices in this <laughs> show just messed up. And 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 you notice early on that Camille, well, let's say she had a bit of a cutting problem when she was younger. And her whole body is carved with words. She has literally carved herself up and the the amount of makeup that amy adams had to go through probably on a daily basis to maintain this look and there are times where she is pretty much naked in this although people yes it's an hbo show but as hbo show goes there is nudity but it's almost pg nudity you know in the, the certain parts there's a scene in shadows they're not lit properly at not, you know, you see parts of Amy Adams naked, but you never see the toll, the full Monty, if you will. So for all you people out there going, hey, Amy Adams in a an HBO thing, we're going to see the goods. No, you're not. So you're going to see a fair bit of her naked, scarred skin. 
but but you're not going to see what you think you're going to see. So I'll just dash your hopes there. Sorry, folks. I call it as it is. Overall, the, the story really unfolds over episodes. It's really like who's doing the killing. The suspects are many. And 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 there's there's hints on who's doing it. And when it's finally revealed, it kind of makes sense. But there's a little kicker. It's a little kick thing right at the end of it where you're going, ah, you bastards. And and really teases at a possible second season. Now, I'm pretty sure I heard somewhere that Big Little Lies is getting a second season. And I think this one should deserve it, too. Now, extras wise, you don't get a lot. You do get a, uh, the bonus feature is, is a little, very short behind-the-scenes featurette. There are no inside looks. There is no commentary in any of these episodes, which is a shame. I would have liked to have heard from it. You can tell a French director is in this because there's a lot of French songs that get played. This is a very musical show. And a lot of songs, I'm going, oh, I've never heard of this song before, but then maybe I'm just being ignorant. Overall, it is an HBO show. Uh, it is definitely adult, not to watch with kids. I, I found really, uh, with nudity, it was just kind of dialed down. It is quite violent at times. It is very violent. Um, but but the, the, the way they shot it, it's like, yeah, you see scenes of people getting it on. But it's just, the way they shot it, it's a very artsy way. It's like, we will hint at things. We will not show you everything. <laughs> And that's just the way it goes. Overall, I liked it. A good cast. Uh, really complimented each other. Very creepy at times. And really keeps you guessing. And even at the end, you're going like, but wait a minute. And and so there. And and it's it's um a really freaky little show. But a good freaky little show. And definitely worth checking out. The, the quote on the box is, I love quotes. Fascinating, haunting, and riveting. Courtesy of um, the Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, I would call it all that. It it is just one of those shows that that is just it's a little slow to start, but once it gets going, I, it's too bad it only has eight episodes. It really is is good. I just wish they'd put a little more extras in the Blu-ray extras. One thing I did want to mention before I wrap this up, I got to give props to Amy Adams. Her character in this show is so far from Lois Lane, it's not funny. Yeah, she's a reporter. That's all we have in common. She changed her hair, her whole attitude, her whole behavior. 360. And and that that's good. It's I, I applaud actresses who go, you know what? I played something safe in mean, a superhero movie. Now I'm just going to go something completely different. And and that takes guts in this day and age. So that is my take on Sharp Objects on the Blu-ray, courtesy of the great folks at HBO Home Video. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling, too. Come on, it's lovely weather for sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely weather for sleigh ride together with you. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go, let's look at the show. We're riding in a wonderland of snow. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, it's grand, just holding your hand. 
We're gliding along with the song of a wintry fairyland. Our cheeks are nice and rosy and comfy, cozy are we. We're snuggled close together like two birds of a feather would be. Let's take that road before us and sing a chorus or two. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. There's a birthday party at the home of Farmer Gray. It'll be the perfect ending of a perfect day. We'll be singing the songs we love to sing without a single stop. At the fireplace where we'll watch the chestnuts pop. Pop, pop, pop. There's a happy feeling nothing in the world can buy. When they pass around the coffee and the pumpkin pie. It'll nearly be like a picture print of courier and dice. These wonderful things are the things we remember all through our lives. These wonderful things are the things we remember all through our lives. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ring, tingling, too. Come on, it's lovely weather for sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. It's lovely weather for sleigh ride together with you. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go, let's look at the show. We're riding in a wonderland of snow. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, it's grand, just holding your hand. We're gliding along with the song of a wintry fairyland. Nice and rosy and comfy, cozy are we. Snuggle close together like two birds of a feather would be. Let's take that road before us and sing a chorus or two. Come on, it's lovely weather for sleigh ride together with you. Lovely weather for sleigh ride together with. Lovely weather for sleigh ride together with. Lovely weather for sleigh ride together with. Lovely weather for sleigh ride together with you. For this episode is Smallfoot, courtesy of Warner Brothers Home Video. You know, I couldn't really do a Christmas special unless I talked about something animated. It's not per se a Christmas story, but but it is it is a fun little movie. Now, in this film, of course, tell me Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers is slowly becoming quite the competition for Disney and Sony and Fox. It really is nice to see them kind of picking up the pace. Ever since the Lego movies, the movie Lego Batman and Jago, they're really starting to pick up production. And it's cool to see that, you know, the mouse has some competition because really these days you've got Disney and then Pixar, which is part of Disney. Then you you have Warner Brothers Animation Group, WAG. Then you have Sony Animation. And then you have Fox or Fox slash Blue Sky. And then DreamWorks, I don't know who they're owned by. They used to be owned by Paramount. But now I'm not sure. So those are your big boys at animation these days, right? Theatrically. Smallfoot is is a really interesting twist on the whole Yeti thing, where it takes it, the Yeti thing, and kind of spins it around. In the story, we get introduced to a tribe of Yetis that live up in a mountain hidden by a big cloud fog to, to hide away from humans. Because, you know, humans and mythical creatures, eh, we don't always get along. The story centers around the main hero of this, played Amigo, uh, played by Channing Tatum. Yes, Channing Tatum, who used to be, who, you know, was in, like, G.I. Joe movies. He plays Amigo, uh, a very friendly kind of um, yeti, who's, whose dad is voiced by Danny DeVito, which is kind of cool. Who lives a simple life in the village. They kind of have rules they go through. They're voiced by the stonekeeper, voiced by Common, 
a guy I've never heard before, but after listening to this, watching this movie, maybe I want to check out some of his music because it was pretty good. Uh, then you have uh, the main female in this, Michi, uh, voiced by Zendaya. And then even LeBron James is voices in this book. Uh, also, Gina Rodriguez is, does a voice. And and we even have, um, and, and, and your main kind of human in this is Percy, faced by James Corden. Now, this is, this movie is, to me, it's like, what do you get when, when, when it, when a Warner Brothers movie wants, you know, imitates a Disney movie, and this is Smallfoot, and it really is. One of the things I used to love about the old 1990s kind of Disney movies, you know, your Aladdins, and your Mermaids, and your Pocahontas, and your Mulans, is they, they were really good kind of animated musical, really. And a lot of the songs were just really singable. Like, you'd come out of the theater going, duh, 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 and, and they were very memorable. And I got the same feel with the Smallfoot. It really... So many songs in this... In, in this, this is one of these anime movies that I'm thinking, like, I gotta find me the soundtrack for this movie. Especially the, the, the I guess I'm going to say, villain song, done by the Stonekeeper, vo voiced by Common. You know, you know, Ramblers, I, I'm not the biggest rap person. I, I'm not a, you know, I, I'm not a fan of music where it's just, you know, it's not a yelling and screaming, and there's not some kind of rhythm or kind of beat to it. I mean, rap, I don't say I hate it, but I, you know, some of the stuff just goes beyond me. But the, the, the villain quote song, the Common does, which... It's a matter of villain as perspective is right up there to me with anything Disney would have done. It's it's very it, it works and it and it, it gives you that same kind of feels that I had like you know um, with the Jafar song from you know Prince Ali da 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 do you know him that kind of flow to it I really felt from Let It Lie. It, it it's that kind of that could have been a freaking Disney song easily and and I really felt that and it's one of those songs that's like, dang that is good and and it and it, it's it's one of those it's one of those ones where the character's a villain but he's not a villain he's doing things to protect but maybe he's going about the wrong way and James Corden even sings and in this and Channing Tatum like all these people are singing and all the songs are really catchy so. And, and what I like about this movie, too, is this is another one of these kids' movies, no poopy jokes. And you know, Ramblers, I've been saying this since the get-go. I hate animated movies that go for the poo humor, go for the toilet humor. You know, it's a low common denominator. Yeah, a fart will make me laugh. But really, can we, can we, you know, there is ways to entertain without toilet humor. And this movie is one movie that does it. Not a poopy, farty joke in this whole thing and points to you warner brothers for doing that uh when it comes to extras you don't get a lot you do get uh some mini movies you get some music videos you do get a a nice little behind the scenes it's very short but you do hear the voice actors talking about the roles and they talk about the movies you do get some featurette no no you know audio commentary which is a shame i'd like to have heard the voice actors do audio commentary for this that would have been Wonderbar, but we we don't get that now. The best special, the best, the best special feature. There we go. 
uh, that that's on this is the Yeti set go sing along. This is a great little. It it kind of um is is very similar to remember the old maximum movie mode that they used to do. It's kind of like a kids version of it where you watch it in the Yeti the the Yeti set go sing along, and as you're watching it, it all the songs go kind of karaoke on the screen, and you got little factoids that kind of pop up throughout the movie. It's in any way uh, it definitely adds to rewatchability for kids to it, and it's a nice feature and a nice. Extra, and I I like to see more kind of musicals do that. Way, way to go, Warner Brothers! Overall, this is a really cute movie that has a fun message. It, it's not one of those messages that kind of pounds you over the head with it, but but it, it's it's kind of a kind of a diversity message, kind of like in a way, but in a nice little package. Definitely, um, I enjoyed it. It is a fun little movie. Totally kid-friendly, totally kid-safe parents out there, so don't worry about it. No really any adult content here to worry about. And a, a good cast, fun songs, and uh, definitely check it out. And, and and if you like Let It Lie as much as I do, put a comment on my, on, my, um, on my Twitter. On my Twitter, you tell me, when you listen to this, what is your favorite song from Smallfoot? Do you agree with me, or do you like one of the other ones? Leave me a tweet me on my on my on my on my Twitter that I will leave at the end of the show. I want to get your feedback on this movie. So that is my take of oh, and so the plot basically is that Amigo, you know, is it's a very questionable kind of um Yeti, and he stumbles across Percy, played by Corden, who's a, a wildlife, I guess, TV host that's kind of fallen on hard times. And then he sees and he stumbles into the Yetis. And he, and he thinks that, hey, this is my ticket, you know, to, to reboost my fame and fortune. But he discovers that it's a little bit more than that. So that is that good humor in this movie. Overall, uh, definitely worth checking out. So that is my take of Smallfoot on Blu-ray DVD combo pack, courtesy of great folks at Warner Brothers Home Entertainment.
Our second Blu-ray TV show review for this episode is Doctor Who, Peter Davidson, The Complete Season 1, 8 to set, courtesy of BBC Home Video. Now, this is the, I guess, the second set, very much in line to the Tom Baker one, which I reviewed not that long ago, where it brought his first season, his first set of season of shows on on Blu-ray, all bundled together. And if you remember that one, I really enjoyed that set. And I said, you know what? I said that. You listen back to that review. I said in that review, you know what? I really hope they continue this trend with Peter Davidson, Colin Baker, and Sylvester McCoy. And so far, here we go. Here is what I was hoping to happen. We get the first season of Peter Davidson. Of course, it's first season of, of The Fifth Doctor. This was season 19 of the program. This included seven episodes Castro Valva, Fort Doomsday, Kinda, The Visitation, Black Orchid, Earthshock, and Time Flight. All of them, of course, four parters, except for Black Orchid, which is only two. So 26 whopping episodes in the season. And now this is on eight discs. So for each story gets a, a, a Blu-ray, and then there's an eighth bonus Blu-ray with even more extras. Now, much like the Tom Baker, we we got a very similar extras with this in addition to all of the 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 dvd extras that came with previous sets now unlike uh before because of the the move i didn't really have a chance to dig out my the the older um dvd sets that i have for doc for this doctor because i know i have Earthshock on on um on dvd and i think it's the only one that i actually do have so i was going to compare the the extras to to what I got here. Now, as far as I can tell, looking at the disc, that it looks to be that they're all ported over. And they say that they are. So 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 everything that's previously released on DVD, you're getting here. Now, what they did as he did with Tom Baker, for all the stories that didn't get a making of uh, originally, that's Castrovalva, Fort of Doomsday, Black Orchid, Earthshock, and Time Flight, they made brand new making of documentaries for those stories so that is awesome so we're and 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 the ones that they did before are still included now one of the things features that was included in the tom baker one and i said man you know what i hope they bring this back was a really fun feature called behind the sofa this is when in the, where they would take stars of the show sit them down on a sofa and watch these episodes, you know, in present, these older episodes as their present day selves. And I really liked it uh, with the Tom Baker stuff. And I thought, you know what? I really hope they carry this over to the other doctors. And they did. This time around, behind the sofa, we have again two groups. First group is Peter Davidson, Janet Fielding, and Sarah Sutton, and Matthew Waterhouse on one sofa. And then Mark Strickson, of course, by Turlow, and Sophie Aldred on the other. So that's cool. So we still get two sets of, of sofas and and two sets of different viewpoints for each story of the season. So that is Wonderbar. And I really hope they continue this throughout if, if they keep going season by season. And they got to do this. Like I said with Tom Baker, these people are not getting any younger, you know, BBC. So keep this up. Uh, I'm hoping that... Um, that if they, if they go on to season 20, that that Max, uh, that uh, Mark Strickson comes back because he was a lot more on the other episodes. Matthew Waterhouse, slight spoilers here. His kind of time is done um, 
when it comes to being part of the show. So they may bring him back for season 20. They may not. But that that's cool. I like this trend. They need to keep doing that. Excellent new special feature. So we have those. Um, also, much like with the Tom Baker set, we have a nice hour interview uh, in conversation with Peter Davidson, hosted by the same dude, which this time around, I'm going to say, did a slightly better job. I He was kind of weird with Tom Baker. I don't know why, but in this one, he's not as annoying. All right. Uh, so we have that. Uh, then they also include uh, rare studio footage from Castrovelva for Doomsday, Earthshock, and Time Flight. Extended version of Black Orchid Part 1, which is super cool. They include immersive 5.1 sound mixes of Kinda, Kinda, and Earthshock, which, unfortunately, I, I don't have a 5.1, but that is cool that they did that. Uh, you also get updated special effects for Castrovalva, which is kind of cool. <laughs> uh, because... I, to me, that's one of the joys of watching old 80s sci-fi is the effects are, you know, not CGI, but it's interesting to watch it and say, okay, if in the modern day, this is how we would have done it. So that's there. I, I do like, I like to do that. You also get um, lots of stuff from the BBC archives, much like with Tom Baker. They include in this eight disc set a buttload of kind of, Peter Davidson appearing in all these shows to promote him being the new Doctor, including Swap Shop, uh, Blue Peter, all this, th- these kind of footage stuff. And it's really fun to see, you know, Davidson back then, you know, very new to the role and, and, and kind of selling it out. And the Swap Shop one is really funny because at one point they, they, the, the kids ask him, because he was fresh off All Creatures Great and Small, they they ask him about what the most difficult animal was to work with in that show. And he says, pigs. And he does it, and, and this is on live TV when they film this. He has to backpedal. <laughs> and the host catches one. And it's funny. Seeing this old archive stuff. I, again, I hope when we move on to Sylvester McCoy and Colin Baker, that they keep including this rare stuff, which, you know, as far as I know, you know, doesn't exist anymore. They also included with the extras the the special time crash where David Tennant's doctor met Peter Davison's doctor, and then that's kind of cool. It's it's not in any of the sets I'll be talking about very soon, but I'm glad that they threw that in to this one because that that's a nice little piece of who history to kind of keep keep on track of. Overall, uh, it was great watching. I didn't get a chance to watch all these episodes. I'll be honest with you, Ramblers. Time is not on my side. I did get to watch um, some of it. And and the job they've done to clean up these episodes is amazing. I mean, these shows look as... These are like 30-year-old shows. More than that now. And they look fantastic. Uh, they're as good as they're going to get. I don't think there's ever going to be a 4K version of Doctor Who, but I could be wrong. But I don't think so. And and so they did a, a, a really good job restoring these uh, to video. And, and and really, I mean, I, I hope this trend continues. I really like this, because the, the next, um, next group episode, Season 20, there's some really good ones in there, too. Also, we get a bit of Anthony Ainley as the master in this. Uh, and it's it's a good collection of episodes. Um, hands down, Earthshock is has probably the most 
dramatic ending to a Who story that ever was in Classic Who. And, and well, unless you haven't seen it, <laughs> it, it is it's one of those most memorable ones. They did something they, they have rarely ever done on the show, especially back then. And I thought that was kind of neat. Also, they, they, the, some of these, this one extra from the Panopticon, where it's it's from the 1990s, and, and you, we have like Janet Fielding, Matthew Waterhouse, and the Brig, Brigadier, Nicholas Courtney. And, 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 um, and, um, and, and there, and it's really interesting things, some of the stuff they say, and even mentioned the Doctor Who becoming a woman. And, and there you go. And also hosted by Nick Briggs, who, of course, later would go on to be the voice of the Daleks in the new Who. So, a young Nick Briggs. Um, is, is in that. So a lot of great archival stuff, definitely worth getting. I, I hope they continue with this set. Now, packaging wise, it's the same as, as the Tom Baker stuff. Now, one thing I noticed with this one that I, I, I got in the Tom Baker, I got a nice little booklet that kind of covered all, you know, all the content on each disc. For some reason in this one, no booklet. I'm a little disappointed. Would have liked to have that, but they decided not to do that this time around. Maybe I just didn't get one, or they just done do that. But uh, but overall, cool. Uh, um, I'm liking this. I I I'm hope I'm guessing maybe the next one, season one, will probably be. It's going to go in order: Colin Baker, then Sylvester McCoy, and then they'll keep going. But this is a great way to release old season collections of Who now. What they're going to do with uh, with the William Hartnell, Patrick Troughton, and John Pertree stuff, a lot of which, especially Hartnell and, and Troughton, uh, don't exist on video anymore. They're slowly trying to bring them back with animation kind of footage, but the, the but it's 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 from kind of Tom Baker on that they they have all these copies and all this stuff. So we'll see. And of course, definitely worth. Uh, collecting if you're if you're a Who fan and uh, and and a trend I'm hoping will continue as as the months go on. So that is my take of the Doctor Who Peter Davidson complete season one on Blu-ray eight disc set, courtesy of the great folks at BBC Home Video. Dashing through the snow on a one-horse open sleigh, o'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on Bob till ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Well, as promised, it is that time of year again, although the year is winding to an end. And I thought I'd do my holiday gift guide. This year, the holiday gift guide is presented to you by the great folks at BBC Home Video. And I credit them for all the titles I'm going to talk about uh, in the guide today. They were so super generous to send them to me. And I am extremely grateful. They're kind of sport. No way to find people to send me videos. This is how I get the show done. Really appreciate it. 
So, uh, just before the, the last song, I talked about some Doctor Who, and, and then the, the day sent along to Doctor Who. Now, uh, any kind of new fan with Doctor Who, one of the hardest things you do is catch up. Of course, we're currently just finishing up the, the first season of the 13th Doctor, Doctor, and people are saying, wow, jumping to Doctor Who now, that is such a daunting task. I have to... You know, is there a way, you know, I, I could, like, you know, collect all the seasons? It's just really difficult. It's super expensive. Now, you know what? DC has found a great way to, to kind of catch up and not spend a fortune. Now, you can go out, you can buy the whole collection of Peter Capaldi, Matt Smith, and David Devin. But, you know, the story said, one, they're hard to find, and two, they're really expensive. So for all those people out there to say, you know what, I don't care about it. Just give me the episodes, just give me the Christmas specials, I don't care about the behind the scenes, I just want to catch up, and, you know, I don't care if it's in high def, I just want to catch up. Well, what the BBC have done, and I gotta give them points to this, is they have made made three collections that covers the 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 relaunch of Doctor Who, going right back to good old uh, Christopher Eccleston. So they've released three box sets. Now the first box set is Eccleston and Tennant. This is a twelve disc set with. 45 hours and 60 episodes. And each of these sets come in a really cool free comic. Okay? So, and and keep in mind that all these sets I'm talking about here, I'm going to put up a video on, on my Twitter page, and then you can go there and have a look and see. I did a nice group shot of all these titles. So it will be there uh, once this posts. So, so you get 45 hours, 60 episodes, and a free digital comic download. These comics are kind of cool, and they're really easy to get. So, not a problem there. And so, it's, it's a 12-disc set. Now, for the first set, they did a clear case, and they did these kind of like Paramount kind of does, where it where the 12-discs where the are on kind of flippies, and they're kind of loose. So, you get two per each side. And you get the 12 in there in a group of six. So that is how that works. And then you get in there an insert for the code to get the free digital comic for the um, ninth and 10th Doctor. So, so that's it. Nice clear case. Kind of cool. But, but as I said, these are bare bones. You don't get, you don't get confidentials. You don't get commentaries. But you do get every episode of the ninth and tenth. So the whole run of the ninth, the Christmas special, all the runs of the ten and not ten episodes, doctors, including the 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 four parter kind of in mid season, and the Christmas specials in between. So all that on all these twelve DVDs. So that's kind of cool. Now the Matt Smith one is pretty much the same thing, and that one you have. 30 hours, 45 episodes, and and they're all on DVDs. Now, for some reason, for the Matt Smith and Capaldi, they moved away from the clear packaging to to not clear, and and the the discs are are done in a different flip way. That they're they're done as um, 
individually as uh, either side and and they're not one stacked on the other the one with one with the david tennant and and in the in the eccleston it's it's one stacked on top of the other so you have to take one out to get to the other for some reason they said you know what we don't kind of like that program that packaging so in the other ones we're going to have them flip but each but there's not going to be one disc on top of another disc so they're much easier to get at. So maybe that's what they decided in that. Maybe, you know, because CBS does this all the time when they do like, you know, let's have four seasons in one collection. So so I, I'm thinking they, they thought, well, you know, that's stacking one disc against another. That's, maybe we really don't want to go that route. Or maybe because there's 12 of them, they thought that was the best way. So that's, there's, so there's, Ten for Matt Smith, and then Capaldi again has the same, where they're not they're they're flippy, but not one on top of another. Now, what's cool about this three disc set, and it's really neat, is that the artwork, and and you'll see that if you go to go to Rambling Rust, I put them all three of them beside each other, forms a really cool long picture. So. If you wanted to display it on a case, you could put them side by side and have one long mural of all four of those doctors together. That is pretty cute. So that is neat when it comes to artwork. Uh, Capaldi, you get 30 hours, 40 episodes. So that is a massive amount of who it wants. And these are reasonably priced, too, because unlike if you were to buy like the complete run of the character Blu-ray, you're looking at around hundred dollars or so. These are around 20, 30 or so, I believe on the website. They're not that bad. They're reasonably priced. And, and if you don't say, you don't care about extras, you just want, I just want every run of it. And just, just every episode in the Christmas specials, bam, it's there. They even include the 50th anniversary uh, episode as well. So anything that they're in is here. So that is a great way to catch up. And and for the price of these three, you in the past you'd be paying for one one set of Blu-ray for just one doctor. So money wise, if you just want to own them all, that's your best bet. All right. So that's the the Doctor Who collections. Also, what they sent me along were some other complete collections, and and one of them is a show that I heard about, and that is Robin Hood. This is Robin Hood, the complete series, three seasons, that started back in 2006. And this is a, a modern take on the legend. Now, there's been tons of Robin Hood shows. I reviewed one a while back that, that Acorn brought out from the, uh, I think, the 70s or so, starring Sean Connery. So the gritty is done in that clear plastic where you have one disc on top of the other. Now, I which episodes, da-da-da-da. They're nicely labeled, so you can go, oh, okay, this one's for this, this is for that. I don't know why with Robin Hood, but but they but they but they go disc one episodes bump-a-dum, and these are one on top of the other as well, CBS. They don't differentiate season. Now maybe I'm just missing something. But but they they kind of say disc once so you're going like well okay that's probably season two here and if I follow the logic then that would mean that that is season three there 
And now this is a 15 disc set, so you get quite a good amount of discs for the, for the run of this show. And they do include extras as well. It's not just bare bones. You do get extras along with the seasons, which is cool. Overall, I only got into a little bit because Rambler's time is not on my side. I watched a few episodes, and it is a fun show. It has that kind of early 2000s kind of feel to it. I, if I get some more time, I'll try to get into it more, more de- deeper, and I'll try to give you a full review of the whole series, or best I can, or even by season by season. We'll see. But the, what I saw, it's really interesting. It... it um, Kind of recreates a legend, and this starts from scratch, where Robin comes back from the wars to Loxley and finds out that things are not what they seem. The the character though they have for 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 the sheriff is <laughs> a real good act, good casting. He is a real douche. I can't another say it. And and so good casting there. I like that dynamic there. He's just evil. There's nothing really nice about him whatsoever. So. That's cool. And I'm glad to have this in my collection and I'm looking forward to exploring it more. And when I do, I, and Marion doesn't like him at first, um, then then I will definitely talk about that on this very program. Now, the other gift sets I did get um, from, from BBC and, and I, what I love about complete series is you have it all in one and it's, you're not trying to track it down individually. That the the one the one of the ones he sent me was Sherlock the complete series. So this is all four seasons, plus um the plus the Abominable Bride. So you get all of them in here plus the extras. Now there's nothing new. So so if you had these seasons individually before, you're not getting anything extra in this one. But if you say Oh, you know, I've heard about this show, but I haven't had a chance to buy any of them. But they're all in a nice kind of case. Now, if you've already bought all five, as far as I can see, there's nothing extra that what you didn't get before, right? But but if if you just want to pick this up, it's a lot cheaper to get this way than it would be to get individual seasons. Now. The other one that and 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 Sherlock is a fun show. I like Bernard Cumberbatch in that he I've reviewed past seasons on this very show. The only one I probably haven't talked about yet. Uh, I'm guessing. Um, possibly season three. Well, no, I know possibly season four and possibly season five. I have not talked about. I have to go back in the archives. And see, so I might catch up to that in the future. Now, the other ones that got sent to me are um, Orphan Black. I love the packaging, Orphan Black. It's kind of very shiny, and and you get all five seasons with that. Again, very much similar to to Sherlock in that you get you get still the um, get all what was released before. Now. The extra with this that you don't get if you would have bought it individually is a really cool booklet that, that they throw in as they give you kind of incentive to go, hey, you know, you've you bought the seasons before because it's been out for a while. So they send you this Orphan Black Classified Clone Reports. And this is a little 64-page booklet chalked full of extras and stuff 
from the show. And it's teeny tiny printing. So unless your eyes are really good. Lots of pictures. Lots of behind the scenes. So if you're a really big Orphan Black fan, it's cool. Sends the book and it fits in right in the case with all of the seasons. So again, that is a great way to look, look, look it out. Now, Orphan Black is a show. Again, I haven't had time to, but maybe... Uh, the new year, the new year is looking good for the show, Ramblers. I'm, I'm changing shifts. I'm going back to a day shift for at least three months. Yay! Uh, and, and that is going to help me get back to watching things on a regular basis again. So keep in mind, I, I'll hopefully in the new year for sure, getting back to at least two episodes a month, maybe more than that. We'll see. I got a lot of special shows that I'm, I'm planning on doing, but more of that at the end of the end of the show we keep keep on on track with the gift guide here the last thing to talk about is the i also got the complete series of merlin or be clear here the adventures of merlin now in this one they 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 did go pretty cool the extras not only do you get all the five seasons that were released before so again you're not getting shortchanged on the extras you as well in this set, get a bonus disc, which has uh, a featurette of of um, the real Merlin and Arthur's, where Colin Morgan Merlin and Bradley James Arthur explore the connection between the legend of King Arthur and the wizard Merlin. So that's cool. And then you get San Diego Comic-Con 2012 Merlin panel included in this. Plus cast and commentaries for season five, episodes one and 13, which I guess they did not include uh, when season five came out. And and again, all the extras that were released in the seasons before, you're going to get them here too. So you're not getting short change. Now, the other extra besides a bonus disc is you get four fridge magnets. So these are really cool. It's Arthur, Guinevere, Morgana, and Merlin. These are four little kind of, not that very high, maybe like an inch or two, fridge magnets you can put on your fridge. So you get some new cast commentary, you get some extras, and you get fridge magnets. Not bad. It's a nice box set, and it really is a fun show. I've watched I watched at least the first season of it. And and again, I need to watch more. The, the ba- One of the best parts about it with the Doctor Who connection is John Hurd, who played the War Doctor, is the voice of the dragon in this. That's a pretty cool show. And definitely kid-friendly, by the way, too. So that is that. So that's a lot of good ideas when it comes to shows. I really like the box sets. And 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 if, if you're going to get bang for your buck, that really is the way to go. And I like when in box sets, they kind of throw in a little bit of extra to say, you know, you, you, know you already kind of bought this because it's been around a while, but here's a little extra incentive for you. One other thing, uh, when it comes to the BBC Holiday Gift Guide, I want to mention before I wrap it up, besides all the kind of science fiction-y stuff, the, the one thing the BBC does, especially under BBC Earth, really well, is 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 kind of real-life documentary kind of stuff. And, and, and in the gift guide, one of the things they did include is something really cool. It's the Planet Earth Collection. So it's Planet Earth, the the complete the original series and Planet Earth Two and I like I like about the packaging of that box I always like about packaging it's very tactile you can actually feel the Earth and animals on it and I like that 
attention. Of course, these are all narrated by this is Jurassic Park, David Attenborough, who I tell you, he sounds really good voice. And and the the Planet Earth collection features not only does it feature the 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 Planet Earth original one, but it's a six disc special edition with four new bonus programs. So not only do you get the original, but you get a disc as well. Included in it, of course, is Planet Earth 2, which has the 10-minute um, the feature at the end of each episode showing how they made it, because that is half the, you know, the footage is amazing, but how they get the footage, that's like a whole other story, Morning Glory. So there is that together. And then also as well, they sent me the 4K edition of Planet Earth 2 and Blue Planet 2. So you can watch them in even better, higher definition. And with animal kind of nature footage, that really kind of pops. That To me, that's close as you're going to be to getting there. All right? You don't have to endure the cold and walking on the animal droppings and all that fun stuff. So, so that is definitely... So for all you kind of real-life kind of nature stuff, then that is definitely worth getting at. And and um, it just fascinates me how the, the amount of detail that nature photography can get to these days. I don't know how they get... The way they get these shots and the animals are oblivious. Technology is amazing. So that is also something to check out in the BBC Holiday Gift Guide. So that is my my uh, BBC Holiday Gift Guide. Hopefully, me talking about the stuff gives you a better perspective and, you know, um, to something to get maybe for, like, New Year's gifts or our Boxing Day sales you're looking out to get some things at good prices. Here's some things for your consideration, if you will. So that is my gift guide for this year. I, there were some... Um, there were some things in the gift guide like ornaments and sonic screwdrivers and stuff, but fortunately, not available to get, but I at least talked about the videos. All these videos I talked about the gift guide today, I will put up a picture of all of them in a nice group shot from my new studio here uh, on my Twitter as soon as this episode gets posted. So have a look out for that. You can see what I was all in, all those packages I put up before. So that is my holiday gift guide for a BBC Holiday Gift Guide for 2018. Well, let's wrap things up for this episode of the show, my last show of 2018. It's a very, very interesting year this year with the, another move in the works and my, you know, second year or so in the uh, Niagara region and, and more to come. We shall see what life uh, Delta, but they got a lot of plans for this new studio space. Um, it right now, I'm not showing y'all. You see my table, that's all you're gonna see. Uh, but because I gotta really clean the walls, I get some shelves up. You in the, in the coming months, you will see a good chunk of the massive video collection I've created in the last 12, coming on 13 years of this very program. At least a chunk of it, anyway. Gonna start off with maybe the TV shows. And then see what else I have walls in. But the previous tenants, oh, the kids. They have just marked up the wall. I have so much I got to clean up before I put shelves up so it looks at least half decent. <clears throat> but, but that's in the coming weeks to come. Whenever I do that, pictures again will go up on my Twitter, possibly Facebook. And so uh, keep an eye out for that. I'm going to try to put more pictures and more 
visual elements to the show this year, now that I have a space to do with it. So that is coming up. I'm not going to show you the before, because y'all just have to wait. As always, you can touch me with a number of ways. You can always check me out on Twitter. I'm at RamblingRuss, R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-R-U-S-S. Tweet me and tweet you back. I appreciate all the retweets and likes on Twitter. Very much accepted. And, of course, any kind of pictures, I'm going to put them up there. Look on Twitter for the pictures of all the holiday gift guide stuff that I talked about today. Of course, all new episodes are right here in the TalkShoe Network. Uh, I'm I'm show 18411 on TalkShoe. And, of course, all the older episodes are still at HTTP, full colon, backslash, backslash, roundingrust.libson.com. Let's have all my older episodes from 2006 right up until 2013 that I jumped over here to talk to you. And, of course, you can also check me out on Facebook. Just type in Rambled Russell in the Facebook search engine and you can find my fan page. Throw that a like if you can. And, of course, you can also check out older episodes in iTunes on the iTunes Store under podcasts. So that's where you can find me on the World Wide Web. Coming up on the show video-wise, man, do I have a lot of stuff to watch. And I said my schedule is changing as of the new year, so hopefully I'll have more evenings to watch things and get cut up and have more for you. Coming up on the show, lots of excellent content already, and we're just creeping into 2019. As I said, <laughs> we'll try to get into more um, shows like Robin Hood, Orphan Black and Merlin, I discussed in the gift guide. Hope you enjoyed the show, by the way. I, I'm sorry it's been the gap between them, but things hopefully better in 2019. So we got those coming up as well. I'm still working my way through. I know it's been a while. Uh, working my way through Elementary and The Crown Season 2 uh, as well. I want to get a start on soon on Killing Eve. Uh, hopefully I'll give you reviews of our cartoon president Season 1 on DVD where, man, did they ever dig at Trump. Uh, as well, Instinct Season 1, uh, TV show-wise, uh, as well as from the BBC SSGB. A very interesting take on a what-if for World War II if the Germans had won. As well, from BBC Top of the Lake China Girl, uh, from more from HBO, including The Succession, the first season. As well, video-wise, Sergeant Stubby. Uh, American Hero I got from Paramount as well. Uh, Movie-wise, Crazy Rich, C- Crazy Rich Asians. Still need to get through that. As well, comedy, uh, Night School from Universal and Wealth Universal. The new Halloween movie, which I just got, which I'm very curious to check out. I've heard a lot about it. And, and The Nun from Warner Brothers. So some horror for the holidays season that's almost done. Coming up on this very show. So that is all that's coming up. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention with Robin Hood and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I'll give you my review of the special edition of that on Blu-ray. One of the things I did want to mention with Robin Hood about packaging, because I always talk about packaging. When they when they did this, there's there's they almost made too much packaging. There's they they could have shrunk the box and fine, but they left it kind of like almost an inch worth of air. In this box, it made it bigger than what it should be. I don't know why. They didn't do that than the others. Like, the, the Doctor Who stuff's pretty tight. But for that, they kind of made it more air, which makes it more flippy-floppy around. And I don't know if that's really a good thing to be doing. So that's my little complaint, is that you could have shaved off a bit on the on the case. and And you still would have had plenty of room left for the DVDs. So... 
I don't know why it just makes up more room on my shelf, makes it look bigger. Like you could have put in the space they given like another platter and and bumped it up to like a twenty disc set as opposed to a fifteen. Just saying. Uh, I don't like to see wasted space. I only have so much room. So that that's all things that are coming up in the future. And and though some of you are saying, "Hey, Russ, that 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 Muppet movie came out, the weird one that you did you talked about a while back. Are you going to review that one? No, I'm not. I'm sorry. I saw the trailer for it. Even if I could request, I'm not paying money for it. I'm. It's just. Much like Sausage Factory, and and you guys are lucky I even reviewed that one. Um, <laughs> I'm not I'm not watching it. I saw the trailer for it, and oh, it just you know it's a good thing Jim Henson still isn't alive. Just saying. So I I won't. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that one. So sorry. Any people are wanting me to do it? No. I, I'm not gonna. So just be forewarned. Many other things I want, and of course, coming the new year as well too. BBC, BBC releasing the the new edition of Shada, the fourth Doctor Tom Baker story, which never officially got put out or broadcast because of a strike that happened and footage that eventually ended up in the fifth Doctor special. So that's coming out. Hope for the new year. Should we get a copy of that? I'm definitely. I've never seen that story complete. So I'm very curious to see on that release in the new future. Uh, that is it for me. I hope everybody had a great, terrific, happy holiday season. Again, I want to take this moment to thank all the great people, all the companies that, that send me all the great videos for me to talk about, especially BBC this year. But of course, my thanks go out to BBC, uh, Universal, uh, slash Think Jam, as well as um, the great folks at Paramount, Disney, DK, and and all the other fine folks that that send me stuff to review on this very show. Uh, Sony, it, it, it's without their support, I couldn't do this show, and I very much appreciate. It. I look forward to working for them again in the future in the new year. Hope everybody has a great and safe New Year's. You know, go out and have fun, but drink responsible and i'll see y'all in 2019 for my first episode sometime in january keep watching and watching my twitter and when it gets up it'll be posted there thank you all for listening thank you for a terrific 2018 see you in the new year bye everybody thanks for listening Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.